You're tuned in to Spark, informing minds, inspiring ideas, igniting innovation. Let the conversation sink into your soul. This is Kelly Marlowe, host of Spark. Today I'm talking with Alicia Datner, award-winning comedian and author of Is This It? We will be talking about laughter during crisis. How can we still laugh and appreciate life today? Thank you for joining me today, Alicia. My pleasure. So how are you staying funny these days? Kelly, that is the number one question people are asking me. Um, I have been doing everything from dancing to, um, you know, looking at funny YouTube videos to just finding the wacky, absurd moments in the news that are, um, that I can just find so over the top and let myself laugh at and, and not try to be too politically correct in my, um, in my own personal experience. I've found that, uh, if I try to make sure that I only laugh at the things that are publicly funny, then I'm limiting myself a bit. Sounds like those are suggestions we should take you on in in dancing more, watching more Mm -hmm. funny videos, and Mm -hmm. not take the news too seriously. Totally. What is the best way to see or feel the lighter side when you're in a crisis? I find that the first thing I always need to do is take a really deep breath and feel the back of my body. I need to feel my feet, feel everything and welcome everything that's here so that I am just literally grounded and centered in myself. Um, from that place, if I, if I don't feel grounded and centered, I am not safe. If I'm not safe, I can't find anything funny. So for me, it's about like just slowing things down um, and then getting to a place where I can actually um, step outside of the experience and start to pick out a few things and find like just redirect my attention. So maybe there's something funny about the way that my cat is rolling on the floor. Maybe there's something funny about the way that um, that a car is driving down the street or anything. Redirect my attention and take myself out of that um, immediate space of fear or intensity is, is the best thing for me. Yeah, it was National Dog Day the other day. I think there were probably That's great. more funny videos and cute photos to look at than anything else. So it sounds like we have should be seen, doing more of that. Have you seen this guy who's a, he's a sports commentator on YouTube? And he's starting to, he's like making commentary about everyday life. He's like, uh, two dogs running down the street and uh, one dog has got the, bar, has got the uh, bone and one of the, uh, it looks like the brown dog is coming out. And so there's like this whole, and he's doing shopping and he's doing like people crossing the street. It's, it's amazing. Hmm. And people carrying 100 rolls of toilet paper, right? Yes. <laughs> is there an instant technique that you can recommend when anxiety, fear, stress comes on? It's really simple, Kelly. It's laughter. So if you read the studies, you'll hear that our bodies, and 
I mean, this is according to studies. I don't know if I, I don't think this is 100% true, but basically our bodies can't tell the difference physiologically between laughter that we bring on and I'm going to say the word fake and laughter that, that comes spontaneously. And what's amazing about that is you can start to laugh and get yourself into a space where you are, you start to roll the laughter into a, a real kind of laughter and laughter has so many amazing benefits. It reduces cortisol, it increases re- resilience, it um, pumps oxygen to the brain, it releases endorphins, it gives you exercise. It's, it's perhaps the best free thing that you can experience on your own. All you have to do is take a breath in and make a sound out. And I find, um, you know, there are a million fun games, there are improv games, there are silly laughing games, but all it takes is just making a hot sound. Do it with me? Sure. Okay. So I like to, to ramp up slowly and I like to have it feel like it's not just um, like we're faking a laugh, but that whatever we're feeling in the moment we begin with that sensation, with that feeling, and we bring the ha sound to that. And then eventually we start to bring kind of more playfulness. So let's say you're feeling like, oh, my God, I'm really scared. What's going on? So you just start. Let's start with ha, like you're scared, like ha, 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 making a ha sound. Ha, 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 ha. That starts to transform into like maybe it's not fear anymore. Maybe it's just a little like tension. So keep making a ha sound. Ha 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 ha. And then maybe you start to notice that there's some kind of uh, absurdity in what you're doing, and you keep making a sound without awareness of the absurdity. So ha. you keep your throat relaxed and open and your heart relaxed and open and then you keep making a sound and eventually (laughs) it starts to roll a little bit (laughs) and maybe you feel like a dork or a fool but you're just you're just going and you keep going and keep going with me, Kelly. Oh, you can even make fun of your own laughing sound. Yeah, yeah, and you can make. Any vowel, any sound. How do you feel now compared with a minute ago? Oh, that was so much fun. Yeah. It makes I, me think we should just laugh for no reason. We should laugh for no reason. We should just do that. That's what we should be doing. I love that. That was a really nice release. And then to have fun with it and not take it seriously, like it has to be a perfect laugh or it has to mean anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I love no it. No jokes required yeah no although joke. they're fun but you don't need them yeah and you don't have to be funny to laugh no no but when you laugh you are funny yeah <laughs> i feel lighter for sure 
Yeah. Yeah. And that was like, what, 45 seconds? I mean, imagine if you did that for five or 10 minutes a day. Imagine if you brought it into your relationships. Imagine if like you did it on Zoom with someone or the person you're quarantined with. Oh, that is such a great idea. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to do that. Well, I'm available if you're looking. <laughs> That's great. Alicia, why are people hoarding toilet paper? And why is it funny and not funny at the same time? Kelly, <laughs> I can't tell you how absurd this this thing is to me. Like, I, I don't even understand. Like, so first off, I would be hoarding chocolate. That's the first thing mm. I would hoard. Secondly, why are we, are we so terrified that we're not going to have enough that we're stockpiling just ridiculous items. I mean, I mean, have you never heard of washing with soap and water? I mean, if you ran out of toilet paper, you'd be fine with a bar of soap. I mean, I would be, I would honestly be hoarding soap right now. That's what I would be hoarding because you mm. also can wash off the virus with the soap. So that kind of is doing double duty, whereas, you, you know, you can't wash off the virus with toilet paper. Hey, don't um, be giving people any ideas. I think there's been enough hoarding already. <laughs> don't be giving people ideas about washing with soap. We are um, that we're in fear and we're taking more than we need instead of like having a sense of trust that there will actually be enough for all of us. And um, we've seen this with Matt. So in that way, it's not funny. Yeah, I, you know, but you know, the designers are stepping up. They're starting to make masks. We're going to have some good-looking yeah. masks coming in to play some here. masks. Yeah. Really sexy-looking exactly. face covering. Lace, you know, sequins, anything's possible They've now. already figured that out in China and, like, all of you know, like so many Asian countries have these amazing masks and they're just like, they're super fashionable, they're super hip, you know, they're like embroidered, they're bedazzled, they match their cell phones. We're so behind the curve on that. So how can social distancing inspire us? What can we do that makes us feel like there's no distance? My sense of what's happening right now is that we are amidst a very, very deep recalibration. And this is an incredible opportunity. And I don't mean to make light of anyone who is suffering or having a hard time right now. But I do want to invite us all into a deepening of our experience of slowing down and literally turning inward. I think we have been so focused for so long on what's happening outside that is that lets us feel connected that we have forgotten literally how to connect inside ourselves. And the deepest connection we can feel happens when we go in not when we go out. And the more that we can go inside and really rest in that stillness and that slowness and really explore what we can trust inside of ourselves, even with laughter, even with lightness and playfulness, but to daily, daily look inside and see 
when everything else falls away outside, what's still true and what's still here? You're asking a lot, Alicia. It's like you're asking us to put our devices down. I know. I know. It's really hard. That's um, like asking us not so to be distracted. We're so much of the way there. I mean, we've all of these other mechanisms falling away. What if even just a little bit of the day we're able to truly listen to what to me is the message of what's happening right now is, is that there's something wanting to emerge. Mm. So you see each of us has something that's looking to emerge and shine and we have to look within us. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. I think there's a, there is a truth that's wanting to emerge from each of our hearts from a place where we really understand what's important. You know, this, when we come into emergency, it's really an emergence. It's a, it's a space of, wow, all those things, when I think about all of those things I've been doing to look good and to seem like I'm doing well and to keep myself distracted and, and what really is just completely crucial for survival. And from that place, what's really important is my connection with myself, my connection with something bigger, and my connection with the people that I love. Mm. And that becomes really clear when, um, when things get disturbed at this, at this kind of existential level. Beautifully said. Thank you for joining me on Spark today. It's my pleasure.